is that the Lord is your strength. I'm telling you. It's one of the most beautiful news anyone can tell you. And as we sing that song, when we get to the point of lifting up, I saw God lifting some people up right here. Uh, I'm not joking, okay? I'm not joking. Uh, one of the things God has begun to tell me recently is for me to believe in my own anointing. I'm not joking. The last time I, we talked here and I saw, I saw angel literally lifting people up, I prophesied that the next day somebody will get a job. Somebody will get a job. In, in fact, since that day I've been yearning, in fact, today I see about somebody else's soon. I've been yearning job. Job, job, job. That's what I've been yearning. You, you, you have to understand that when we come to serve God, we don't come alone. There are angels here. Our angels are ministering spirits. They've come to minister to us. They've come to bless us. They've come to bring God's gift to us. I went to preach two Sundays ago in the pastor's friend's church. Okay? And I finished preaching. I went to sit down. I prophesied and I went to sit down. We didn't have any conversation. It was not in service the other day. I was there. I saw angel literally. I didn't even see angel in the church. I didn't see. But as I sat down, the pastor came and he said, Pastor B, as you declare that word, I saw angel putting it in people's hand. Okay. I myself didn't see the angel. Are you hearing me? And that word I said a few Sundays ago, yeah, I saw the one here. Yeah. But I didn't see it there. Praise God. So I've come to realize that we, we are not here alone. Most times of us, we are here alone. We are not here alone. Praise God. Because God inhabits the places where two or three are gathered. What happened? We are over more than three here. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Can you jam those hands together? Appreciate Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Have your seat tonight. Hallelujah. Can you just ask? Okay. It's good that you are seated. Let me ask your neighbor, how was their day? Okay, you know, okay, okay, quickly, let me tell you. You know the good thing about God is that, the good thing about God is that you have closed, but God does not close. So in case it's not good, guess what? God worked 24-7, he's still going to make it good. Today is not over yet. I think that's somebody's word. Today is not over yet. Okay, God is still at work. And God says, I should tell you tonight that you're not a victim, you're a victor. Yeah. I know the devil wants you to believe that you're a victim. God says, I tell you, you're not a what? A victim. It doesn't matter what is going on in your life, you are not what? A victim. You have to get to a point where you refuse what the devil is telling you. It will tell yourself that, Busayo, you are not a victim. It doesn't matter the news that you have had. I'm yet to another somebody, you are not a victim. Praise God. You know, the devil is so good trying to make you to believe you're a victim that he can fabricate evidence. The devil can give you evidence if he wants to make you think you're a victim. Praise God. In Proverbs chapter 37, DJ can help me, 32. When Joseph went to meet his brother, the father sent Joseph to his, father, his brothers. The Bible said they caught him and they put him in the pit. After a while, somebody brought a sound advice that they should sell him. Let's make money. 
Okay? So they sold him, and uh, somebody had come, come up with another idea that let rip him of his father's clothes. That's the gift the father gave to him. Let him miss with blood, and you know, they all flow. You see, and they sent the clothes of many colors, and they brought it to the, their father. Somebody please listen. This is your own word. The service can end for you right now. Are you hearing me? So I want you to focus on what I'm about to say. These have we found. Now, know whether it be that. Can you give me New King James, please? Then they sent the tonic of many colors and they brought to their father and said, We have found this. Do you know whether it is your son's tonic or not? Next verse. For a long time, you know, you and I have believed that it was the devil that told the father that animals were eating him. That's not true. And he recognized it and said, this is our father talking. It is my son's tonic. A wild beast has devoured him. Without doubt, Joseph is torn to pieces. They didn't tell him, but they brought an evidence. What lies had the devil told you? This guy believed this life for 12 years. What, what evidence have you told you, doctor reports, and you have believed the lies? The Bible says, which report will you believe? I'm here to another somebody, you are not a victim, you are a victor. I don't know what lies he's ever have told you. He has brought a certificate to you that he didn't have anything. Your own, in fact, you didn't have O level, you have zero, okay, there's nothing apart from O. You didn't go to school. Praise God, and he has told you that you cannot make it in life. That's it. You have believed the lie of the devil. You have believed the lie of the devil. He has told you because you have messed up so much in your life, you cannot mar- have a good man to marry. That's a lie of the devil. When God said, not shall lack a mate, he didn't put criteria there. There was no criteria that if you have not messed up, you will not like your mate. If you have messed up, that's what God said. Okay, he said, you will not lack your mate. Praise God. Let me ask somebody, what lies are you believing? Because most times we have lies that we believe. This guy, we said that after the person, he was crying every night. Can you imagine that? For 12 good years, he believed this lie. Because of evidence. Most of us never give us a lot of evidence. Some of us, because January didn't work out, February didn't work out, March didn't work out, we have believed that April 2 we go the way of those three months. I'm here to announce to you, my God will surprise you this month. In this month of his death, his burial, it's better and resurrection, I declare. Everything that's been buried in your life, they will resurrect. In the mighty name of Jesus, and every lies of the devil that you have believed, I declare upon your life, you are coming free. You are coming out of it in the mighty name of Jesus. Jacob believed the lies of the devil. And he cried to sleep for 12 years. He has an evidence to prove it. I don't know the evidence that you have. They have a lot of tube or something. It's bad. Or you are bought it when you were in school. Those are evidence. Praise God. But I'm here to announce to you tonight, which report will you believe? Do you think God is not aware? Do you think God is not aware? Praise God. Stop allowing the devil to torment you. This man was tormented for 12 good years and Joseph was not dead. Yeah, and Joseph was not dead. Right? Even his sons know he wasn't dead. I mean, that's the devil. They, they know the clothes. They hated him for that clothes. And yet they say, is this the clothes? 
Does God say you should not eat the fruit? Are you familiar with the way the devil works? If you are the son of God, turn this. They know, they know what of these people they hated him for the clothes. Everybody said that they hated him for the clothes. So they are aware what, who, who, who the clothes belongs to and how wicked they are. That their father cried every night and they hear him cry for 12 years and nobody could walk up to him and say, Dad, is enough. He's, in the, he's not dead. How can people be that wicked for 12 years? None of them have a remorse. And that's what happened to sin. It just makes you to lie upon lie and your heart become adding and adding and adding. For 12 years, think about it. Because they cry every night. I mean, someone just said, I can't take it anymore. This is my father. And walk out his dad is not dead. I don't know where he is, but he's not dead. Praise God. You are not a victim. I'm telling you, you're not a victim. Okay? God, if God promises you, guess what? God will do what he says he will do. Is it, is it have I not said it? Will I not do it? Will I not do it? Have I not said we Will I not do it? Praise God. Praise Jesus. That's somebody's word tonight. Praise God. So, uh, uh, a, a few days ago, I was talking to somebody, uh, and he was telling me that those days when he used to drink, uh, one of the things that surprises him was that he doesn't know, he doesn't know how he gets home. So, I, I walk close to him to smell his mouth. Maybe he's, maybe he's still drinking. Because that's the essence of being a drunkard. You don't know. He says he surprises you and most of he doesn't know how he gets home. And that's, that's exactly. A drunkard is not, he's not, he's not familiar with the environment. He doesn't even know what he's saying. Praise God. That's a drunkard. Praise God. Remember those days I used to drink? After that, I've told you guys this thing before. One of my friends. He's a stupid guy. Yeah. You know, this, I, I had those friends those days. I'm a evil friend. On Monday to Friday, they will walk. The Saturday, they will walk half day, then go and watch football, then drink beer. Then on Sunday morning, by six, we go to first mass. Some of you know, you know you do that. They will come back, they will come and wash their clothes. Then they will watch VCD those days and DVD. Then by four, everybody will just go and drink. Some of you, are, you have been there before. That's how you do it now. Come from my ordinary day those days. Oh, what's it called? Aspanda. With a self-care part. So I have this evil friend all around me. So we'll go and drink. Stupid friend. So there was this good day. Oh, it's a bad day. It's a bad day. It can't be good. After we finished drinking, they were going to the bag to release. And he was in my front. And I saw him eating his head on this uh, AC. What's it called? Those things. Uh, eh? I didn't hear that. That is the protector. And I echo. And I laugh. I laugh. And I call him drunkard. Say, so see your life. You didn't see again. Once I hear and I bang. That was me. So I was drunk as well. I thought I saw him. <laughs> I wasn't seeing him. Wow. So both of us advised ourselves we are coming back to start crawling for where we were. Because <laughs> we don't know that guy, you're not seeing, I'm not seeing. So then you'll be crawling. <laughs> so we crawl from the head back to the where we drink. Where we drink. <laughs> you see, the devil wants to disgrace your life. I mean, my own money, I used to become stupid. Trek. I, 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 I'm wondering how we're looking at us. 
Because that 22 road, that, those roads, the main road, they will be there. Ah, see so, crawling. And, and, and that's it. The Bible said, I think in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, or is it 118? When is it, it that don't be drunk with wine, wine in its excess, but be filled with the Spirit of God? Because God too wants to have control over your life. Okay, when the Spirit comes over your life, you will have no fear. Praise God. You will not be in control of yourself. You will let self go so God can come in. Praise God. You see, we were crawling and we are not actually, we are not even aware we are crawling. We are not even aware we are crawling. That's, that's exactly what you want to do. You want to take control of your spirit. Control, take control of your soul. Be in charge of your life. You want to become number one. I don't know the list you have put in, but God does not squat. If he's not taking the first position, guess what? He's not going to be involved at all. Are you hearing me tonight? God wants to be involved in your life. He wants to be with you. He wants to help you. He wants to lead you. However, he's not going to take second position. Praise God. So what a drink does to drunkard, that's what the Holy Spirit is supposed to do to you as a child of God. Make you high. Praise God. Are you following me tonight? So that's very important. That's very important. God wants to help you. God wants to lead you. God wants to prosper you. In fact, the Bible says that I wish above all things that you prosper. Are you hearing me? Because you know some people who hate this, they say people are preaching prosperity message. They want to suffer for God. You're in the wrong church. We believe that Jesus has suffered and he did it for us. He took the stripe, he took the pain. We want to enjoy. And God is not angry. God is not angry, I'm telling you the truth. Okay? You are in the wrong church. We don't, don't go still, you know, don't envy, because we will enjoy ourselves. Are you hearing me? Because God, see, there, there's no blessing in not prospering. In fact, the reason why Jesus like came is to, what does prosperity mean? Does it mean more money? More money is part of it. It means to go forward. In fact, the word prosperity in Hebrew is, is to push forward. Is there anything wrong with God pushing you forward in your career? So why do you hear prosperity? Is there anything wrong with God pushing you forward in your marriage? In your finances? Do you understand that word? It means to be pushed forward. Are you hearing me? To be pushed forward. To be pushed forward. That's what it means. To prosper. Say, I wish that you go forward. That's what it means. We say, I wish that you prosper. I wish that you go forward. But I don't wish the way men wishes. I wish it in such a way that you prosper and you enjoy the prosperity. That's how you add divine head to it. Because there are many people. You see, I, I was the place that somebody wanted to eat and he couldn't. We are all taking food. And he was looking at us. He wasn't happy looking at us. I was wondering why this guy looking at this. Take your own, this buffet. But I found that they have told him that it's not its, not its sort. Ah. Uh, that was sad. Because we were enjoying ourselves. And he was very close to me. And me, I'm very, I, I don't, I won't take more. <laughs> I've been to believe that. That one, I, 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 there's no sort in that small, that thing. I, I, Praise God. Even in the midst of abundance, he could not hit. God, that's how God doesn't want to bless you and you won't be able to enjoy it. God wants to enjoy life. If you can use God to pave a street, hmm? what, what, what God wants to enjoy life? God to enjoy and maybe God, I think God has some set of uh, set designing skill on him. Use gold to put on the streets. God wants to prosper. So, the Bible says in uh, Genesis chapter 37, I think verse 1 to 3 or verse 3, 
uh, is it verse 3? DJ, what verse is that? He said, God was with Joseph. Okay, let's, let's read it. Now Jacob dwelt in the land. What? Now Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was stranger in the land. No, 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 no. No, don't leave Jacob alone. It's 39. Go to where Joseph was in the Potiphar's house. 39, I guess. And, and Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought him of the hands of Ishmaelite, which had brought him down thither. Next verse. And the Lord was with Joseph. Who was with Joseph? It wasn't Joseph that was with the Lord. Take note of that. The Lord was with Joseph. You can be in church all you like. I will leave it like that. No time. I can't go there. The Lord was with Joseph and he was what? A slave prospering. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Next verse. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. An unbeliever could notice. An unbeliever could notice that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Next verse. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him overseer of his house. Are you seeing the level of progression? Okay? That means he didn't start as overseer. But when the Lord was with you, you made progression in life. So, and his house, and all that he had, he put in his what? Hand. Is there anything that makes sense again? And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer his house, and the Lord blessed the Jewish house for Joseph's sake. You see, this guy, go to verse 23 quickly, let me waste time. This guy was a slave, an houseboy, and the Bible says God prosper him. That means that it's not your job in the future that determines that God is be with you. Because don't say, ah, pastor, because you're a pastor, that's not, this is, this is houseboy. The Lord was with him. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with you. And that which he did, the Lord did what? Hold on. This guy find himself as a slave. He find himself in the prison. Different circumstances, yet the Lord was with him and he had the same result. He prospered. My dear, it's not what you are doing that make you prosper. He prospered as a slave. He prospered as a prisoner. The common denominator there is God's being, is the Lord being with him. Am I right? If the Lord be with you, prosperity is the effect. If the Lord is with you, you will prosper. Hello? The Lord has to be with you. When God was with Adam, as long as Adam was in the garden, Adam was doing well. The moment he caught the tide, I was in sweat, in toy. Are you, are you getting me tonight? The Lord being with you is the key to prosperity. It's not your job description. It's not where you work. It's not the country you live. It's not where you are trying to go to. It's not the money you have in your bank account. The Lord being with you. If I were you, I would strive for God to be with me. I would strive every day to get God to be on my side. To live in his presence. Praise God. Prosperity, the key to prosperity is the Lord's presence. Is the Lord being with you? Is somebody hearing me tonight? That's the key to prosperity. This guy had the same result in two different circumstances. Because God was with him. I've been to Kiki before. I've not seen prosperity there. Praise God. Some of you have visited prison before. 
So when God says, I, I check it. Check it. Praise God. Genesis 26, verse 12. Let's see something. What, what are we talking about here? I want to know what I'm talking about here. The Bible says that Isaac so in the land, and God blessed him, and he prospered. Then Isaac so in that land, and received in the same year an hundredfold, and the Lord what? Blessed him. That, that's God being with you. Are you hearing me tonight? God blesses you. Next, what happened to it? What happened to him? And the man was great and went forward. No, I want the word that said prosper. Give me a new king. Where is it? And okay, the man began to what? Prosper. There was a beginning of his prosperity. The man, after the blessing, what happened to him? He began to prosper and continued to do what? Prospering until he became what? Very prosperous. Hey, that's somebody's testimony. You say, ah, I'm not in the blessing. Is it, is it, there's a progression. That's what it means when the Lord is with you. You prosper. You see, when the Lord is with you, the effect is prosperity. Say, I want to prosper. Then the Lord has to be with you. The Lord has to be with you. Second Kings chapter 18, verse 7. I'm going to read this scripture today. Second Kings chapter 18, verse 7. DJ, quickly, you have to be fast. The Lord was with him. I don't know who that him is tonight in this place. But I think it's me. The Lord was with Busayo. He prospered wherever he went. See, that is why Joseph prospered as a slave, also as a prisoner. Wherever he went, wherever he went, he prospered. He prospered. He prospered wherever he went because the Lord was with him. So then, don't jealous Christian. We prosper because the Lord is with us. Even though we don't want to, we have no choice. Just that they didn't give anybody choice. The Lord was with him. Then what happened to him? He prospered. He prospered. That's the key to prosperity. That's the key to, the Lord was with him. The Lord was with him. He prospered. He pushed him forward financially. So the key to, prosper, to, to prospering is the presence of the Lord. Is the presence of the Lord. Is the presence. How many of you want to prosper in this place tonight? Angel is here. Don't leave your hand on your own. Yeah. Okay. The key is the Lord's presence. Hallelujah. You remember the, 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 when the ark of the Lord was in the, what's this guy's name? Obededom's house. What happened to him? He prospered. That's the, that's the effect of God's presence. So the question now is, how do I get the Lord to be with me? And that's what I'm going tonight. How do I get the Lord to be with me? Now that it is clear that if the Lord is with me, I will prosper. I will make progress. I will do what? Make progress. I will move forward. It will push me forward. It will push me forward in my career, in my finances. Everywhere. The Lord's presence pushes me forward. The Lord's presence pushes me what? Forward. The Lord's presence causes me to prosper. Causes me to go forward. So how do I get to the Lord's presence? How do I get Lord's presence? How do I, how do I make the Lord's presence to, to be with me? Praise God. So the key to the presence of the Lord is obedience. Obedience. Obedience is the key to the presence of the Lord. Second Chronicles chapter 17, verse 3. Obedience. 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 17, 3. Now the Lord was with who? Jo- Are you following? The Lord was with who? Jehoshaphat. Because he walked in the former ways of his father, David. That means he obeyed God. Praise God. He walked the way David walked. David obeyed God. We all know that. Mean. Okay? And the Lord was with him. Why was the Lord with him? They say because. This is why God was with him because of what he obeyed the Lord. See, he walked. You get what I'm saying? 
the Lord was with Joshua because there's a reason for it. But the reason for it is that he walked in the way, in the former ways of his father, David. So the Lord was with him because of his obedience. Is somebody getting it tonight? The Lord was with him because of his obedience. The Lord was with him. Praise God. First Samuel 18, 12. First Samuel 18, 12. The Lord was with him. Now Saul was afraid of David. Why? Because the Lord was with him. Some of you are here, your boss is harassing you. Saul, Saul was David's boss. Saul was David's boss, but Saul was afraid of David. And he told him to say, because the Lord, because the Lord was with him. Because why? Because he had departed from Saul. You see? The Lord was with Saul before, but then he has departed from Saul. He has gone to David. Go to verse 14 quickly. Verse 14 quickly. And David behaved wisely in all his ways. And the Lord was what? Is why God was with David. He behaved wisely in all his ways. And the Lord was with him. I want to establish something. He behaved wisely. And the Lord was with him. The Lord was with him because he behaved wisely. His behavior. So the reward for obeying God is his presence. Job 36, verse 11. Job 36, verse 11. Job 36, verse 11. If they obey and serve him, what will happen to them? In prosperity. That's what I've been, been talking this morning. Right? Eden. And their years in what? In pleasures. Next verse. Next verse. But if they do not obey, what happened? They shall perish by the sword. How many of you have children yet? How many of you have children? Is that not what we do to our children? We reward them for behaving well. And we what? Punish them. Like spanking, when they misbehave. It doesn't happen. I'm not the one that likes spanking. God likes spanking. It's in the Bible. God likes spanking. He's a victim. He will not die. Not die. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah, that's very important. Obedience. Obedience. Obedience is very key. Obedience. If that be willing and obedient, what will happen to you? You will eat the good of the land. See, obedience and willingness are not the same. How do we know that? They're not the same. Okay, and now parents, you understand this as well. Uh, you know, go and sweep your room. Uh, he's going to do it, but is he willing? Okay, so that obedience and willing are not the same. Praise God. Not the same. In fact, that person is spanking. Just advice. Just by the way. <laughs> that, also, that, that also needs spanking. Okay? In case you are wondering. Okay. So you need to obey. Obedience is key to God's presence. God will not stay where he's being disobeyed. Okay, how many of you? We stay with a friend that you keep telling stuff that he doesn't listen to you. Your best friend is somebody that always disagrees with you. Hello? Your best friend is somebody that always disagrees with you. There's nothing you guys agree on, and he's your best friend. It's not possible. The Bible says two cannot work together. It says what? They agree. So God cannot keep prompting or do certain things, and you do the opposite. You cannot make devil your friend, and you want God in your life. You cannot make devil your friend, and you want God in your life. It is impossible. God will not do that. Are you hearing me? 
Obedience. Obedience. And the key to obedience is faith. Faith. That's what farmer does. A farmer believes he will reap. That's why he do all those hard work. Hello? The key to obedience, I told that the key to prosperity is God's presence. The key to God's presence is what? The key to obedience is what? Faith. Faith. A farmer will go and plant a seed, a corn, a corn, a corn. You see, he believed that that seed will bring an harvest, a big, huge tree that have different corn. Do you understand that? He believed. That's why he put so much hard work. He put so much hard work. Most of you say you believe God. Yeah, it's a lie. Somebody say, Pastor B, I believe in tithing. No, 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 you don't believe. The proof that you believe in tithing is that you tithe. In fact, the more things are tithe for you, you tithe. Okay? Because Bible, you see, if you believe in the promises of tithing, the blessing that God says that I will open the windows of heaven. Then you are, do you that something is tied for? That promise is actually for you. Are somebody hearing me today? So if you believe that promise, it will you will tight. So believe faith is the motivation for obedience. Somebody hearing me tonight. So so when you what you believe is what you do. Okay, there are things I tell my son to do. He will argue sometimes, but when I bring spanking. He will do it that day. Then the next time he goes and does the thing, he will want to argue, but he will not believe the spanking. <laughs> then he will not advise himself. So okay, that I'll go and do it. You see? You see? Yeah. He has faith <laughs> in the spanking. That is not a good experience. Praise God. The Bible says in Ephesians, is it chapter one now? I don't know. That is it, is it obey children, obey what? In the Lord. Okay? What will happen? Okay. You see, obey your ch- obey, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Next verse, uh, next, uh, whatever it is. Honor your father and mother, which is what? The first commandment. With promise. With promise. Next verse. That it may be where? With you. You may live long. You see, most of the time, you guys only take the second part of that scripture. You may live long. No, no, that's half. My son knows that. If he doesn't obey, he, will, he might not be aware that day. <laughs> because of what use is long life when things are not aware with you. <laughs> okay, so stop claiming that second promise with that first sight. What is use of somebody that thought is not going well? What do you want long life to do? No, what do you want long life to do? Because we just claim the second one. You know that the God, God is wiser than you. God knows that you need the first one to enjoy the second one. He knows. You want to clap, clap. <laughs> God knows that. You just want the second one. I want long life. Because of what is long life in sickness? Of what use? Is long life in poverty? So it shall be well with you. It's important. He make it sweet when you have long life going together with that. So for things to go well in the house, my son, you know that he has to obey. Check it. Are you hearing me? So that is key. Faith in this promise will motivate you to obey, to honor your parents, because you believe that it will be well with you. So but things are not well most of the time because we don't obey our parents, or we don't honor them rather. I obey, honor them. Praise God. So God wants you to prosper, but you have to know before you get to prosperity, you need God's presence. Before you get to God's presence, you need to obey. Before you can obey, you need to have faith. You don't have faith when you don't do what you want to do. Praise God. 
It has no faith. Once you don't obey God, you are not, you don't have faith. And salvation, we don't get salvation by faith. No, salvation is not by faith. It's by grace. Do you understand that? Yes. Sorry. Salvation is by faith, but it's not by obedience. It's not obey. It's just it's by, faith. by grace, true faith. That's what the Bible says. Okay? By grace, true faith. Okay? So I obey God. I came out. So, forget that thing. It's grace that was available that pushed you out. Okay? And you have faith in it. So I, I want you to understand that. That is, that is a process to prosperity. There's a process. Is somebody hearing me now? Because most of the we want to start from the end. There's a prospect. We want to dodge the the faith side or the faith side. We want to dodge the obedience side. We want, they will go, God, just bless me. Because there's a process with me. It starts from you having faith. Please put that scripture that uh, Mr. Femi put up today. Let me round up. Use that TPT. Praise God. Use that TPT. Somebody get something tonight. Yeah, I didn't go to I said it tonight. Sometimes I have to lay some foundation. That's very key. Efficient? Okay. I, I pray that you will continually what? Experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through what? Okay, hold on. If you really like that, you see, God's power made available through, to you through what? Faith. God's power made available through faith. Faith make God's power available. So what are you getting that? You know that if you go to Mega Chicken, they have food. But your money will make the food available to you. So just because you don't experience the power doesn't mean that it's not existing. The power of God exists. But your faith will make it available to you. Ah. Koshar is half car. But he, have, he has cars. But your, we make you available to you. We make you drive it out of there. Praise God. And the level of faith, that means the level of power you operate in. God, see, that's, that God has made it available. He exists. He has created it. But you, it's like, it's like dishing food to yourself. That's what I'm saying. You dish the food. The food is, is, exists. The food exists. They've cooked it. Okay? Then you go and dish the food to your, just to your faith. So the power of God is, 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 he exists. We, we know it exists. Praise God. But you and I determine how we operate in it. And that's a shame. But that's why some Christians walk in this power. So, two people, two Christians in the same seat, beside each other. One is walking in this power, in the fullness of this power. The other, the other one have no clue. That's what they're saying. That's not what they mean in Hebrews chapter 4. At least verse 3 or something, or verse 1. When they say that, DJ, you can help me. I forget what they say. But it's there. Help me. Hebrews chapter 4. Yes, I forgot what they say there, but I know it's there. He <laughs> said, For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to who? To them. But the word which they heard did not what? Why? Not being missed with what? Faith. That means everybody had the same thing and that word could have produced for everybody. However, it didn't produce for everybody. Why? He says some people didn't miss them with faith. They didn't believe in the power. They didn't didn't exercise their faith in the power. Is somebody hearing me tonight? Are you hearing me tonight? So, the question is, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit down and take things to continue the way they are already going? 
Or am I going to get to a point in my life and say that this thing is available to me as well? Do I want to just come to church every day and hear other people's testimony? They come and tell me your life that you just rebel at certain things in your life, especially if there's a better way. Especially if there's, a, if, 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 if there's something that is available to you to enjoy. Praise God. I mean, we go to a, 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 a buffet uh, party and, and, and everybody is serving themselves. And you, 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 you know, I've known some of you. Do you remember that is free? So, some people don't, when they hear it's free, they are here. You eat both morning, afternoon, and night food in one sitting. But you don't know the next, I go to stand that one. Praise God. I wonder how God looks at us sometimes. Because sometimes we try to play the victim. And God is telling you, dear, you have a choice. I'm here to announce somebody, you have a choice. You either sit where you are or you press to go to the next level. But the choice is yours. You can get there and just sit down and be crying and be complaining. See, it doesn't matter that you did it to yourself. It doesn't, see, let me tell you, it doesn't matter that you, the pit was dig for you or you dig the pit for yourself. The Bible says God always brought us out of an audible pit. It doesn't matter that you, whether, you, whether it was a mistake or somebody else's mistake. What matters is that God does not care. The power of God is available. And he can heal, he can deliver, he can set free, he can set up, he can make what great. I'm tired of Christians who play the victim. Your God is a victor. Jesus Christ didn't die for you to be a victim. He died for you to be victorious. The problem is that for so long, you're so comfortable in your pity party. You're so comfortable. If people tell you sorry, you're so comfortable people will give you peanuts. There's a better life. There's a better life. God wants you to prosper. There's a better life. Can you imagine that God desires that every one of us, there's how many we are, that we all prosper. That's God's desire. That means he doesn't want you depending on somebody else. Oh, I wish, I wish I can preach to somebody tonight. God does not want you to depend on your neighbor. <laughs> that was not his plan. You might be dependent on people today, but I'm telling you, that's not God's plan. That's not God's intention. That's not his plan. Praise God. When God created Adam, he was the only one that brings to Adam. Can you imagine? Adam was, Adam was fully human. Praise God. And this, this was a lot of people are, are, are not getting what they need to get. I'm going to round up my message like this now. You know, I told you that the key to prosperity is what? Is what? Adam was created a man. He has eyes. He has nose, mouth. Everything was complete. However, Adam was lying down on his back. When a man lies down on his back, it's not a good thing. Okay, it means that, is that something is not working for the man. Am I right? Am I communicating? Adam was on his back on the floor. Something was missing in Adam's life. Even though, even though he has all the potential he needs to make it in life. But something put him down. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. Something has put you down for so long, but you're coming up today. Yeah. Oh, you're about to arise and you're about to shine. Yeah. In your industry, they're about to hear about you. Yeah. Oh, I, I wish I can prophesy to somebody's life tonight. I wish I can be louder than what I'm hearing. Because God will do it for you. Adam was flat on his back. And the Bible says God came there and God breathed into Adam. And Adam became a living soul. And the Adam that was lying down stood up. So he could stand. The Adam that was lying down walked. So he could walk. The Adam that was sitting down was using his hand to carry things. Was seeing, was talking. That means all this potential were there all along. All this potential. My dear, all you need to prosper is already in you. Oh, 
it's not so easy in you. It's in you. The problem is that it's God with you. So it could be like Adam. You have everything that you need to succeed in life. However, God is not there. He has not breathed into you. You are working every day. You have the certificate that you need. You have done your master. You have done your, 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 your B, PSB, CBK. You have done everything, CRK. You have everything that you need. You have everything that you need. However, yet, nothing is working for you. You have traveled abroad and come back. You have contemplated of going again and not coming back. And because God knows your intention, they don't give you visa. <laughs> Praise God. But if God is with you, you can make it here. We saw Joseph make it in prison. We saw Joseph make it in the palace. He was in the palace with Potiphar. He make it everywhere he go. Praise God. Are you hearing me tonight? The thing that is missing is God. Connect to God. Make sure God's presence is with you. And you will prosper. Is a promotion come neither from the east or west? Where did it come from? Abo. There's somebody here. God says to tell you all you need is to get back to where you used to be. You have lost contact with God. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. Because you have, you have lost contact. You have, you, you have allowed the event in your life to take you out of God's presence. Some of you, is your job. Is the Ozu. The Ozu. Is it, is it, is it this, this Lagos can, it can kill you if you don't have God? Today I was going for my visa interview on the island. I had to, really, I had to take a bike with my suit like this. I respect myself. My, my interview was for 8 o'clock. At 7.40, I was still really, there was no future because the thing no, was not moving. <laughs> you know, when those people come down and they're walking, you need to say, you come down. They're doing running the country now. So I have to cross and take bike to that place straight. Praise God. Eh? Are you getting what I'm talking about? So, 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 I needed to understand that those things can, can, can reduce or even take you away from God's presence. You can be, see, you can be for a genuine reason. You are busy. You have to take care of your wife, your children, you need your money. But I'm telling you, without God's presence in your life, every other thing will not work. It's like light. You see, his light is the life of men. Have you read it before? His own life. I think John, 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 John chapter 1. He said his life is the light. Is the, I mean, his light is the life of men. It's like they're talking about the power source. Do you understand that? The power source. Kanji Dam. Hello? Kanji Dam. Is that how our power is come from Nigeria? Is that, is that true? Power source. And let, let, let me tell you this. Somebody say, so how do, how, do, how do I make, by, by coming to church, by studying your book, by praying. Do you understand that? Somebody say, I, I, I thought I would go to, no, 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 no. Just where you don't go to, you don't need to go to, where is Kanjita himself? Where is it located? Niger State. Do you go and plug your phone in Niger State? If you want to buy water now, you go there. Oh, you plug, there's a source in your life, in your, in your house. There's a source in your house. Church is like a source that God has created that when you come, check it, is the light flow into you. If you believe it, like I say, faith will determine how you behave. 
if you believe that church is a place where God is able to pass through a path to you, you will not miss church again in your life. Praise God. You will not miss power again in your life. You will not miss anything in your life. Somebody say, ah, Pastor B, I don't have faith. It's a lie. You have faith. Everybody have faith. You have faith. You have faith. How many of you have uh, water heater in your house? Water heater in your house. When you own it, and you put your hand inside that water, what happened? Is it hot? Is it hot? Of course, it's not going to be hot. However, if you wait a bit, impatience is what keeps most people's faith. You have faith. If you can wait a bit, that water will get hot. Am I right? But if you put your hand, when you, only, and you put your hand inside, it says it's cold. I beg. I beg. It's not working. Off it. That's what most people do with their faith. Yeah. And the Bible make it clear. You see that faith with patience. You see, you inherit the promise. Did you put that up? Let's see that one. Land up with that one. So your faith needs patience to develop. If you own your eater water, just give it a bit of time. It will get hot. Wait a bit. Every time somebody, wait a bit. God is still in control. Wait a bit. DJ, you can't find it. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Do you have Christians who are hungry for God's presence in the house tonight? No, I, I want, do you think you need it like, 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 like nothing, like, not, like nothing like it? You cannot do without it. It's that we understand where our source is. It's not your bank. It's not your job. It's not your salary. It's not your boss. It's your God. And the more close you are with him, the more you prosper. You join those who, through faith and patience, inherit what? The promise. Most of the time we have the faith, but we don't have the patience for things to happen. Your faith requires patience. Just the way your car requires engine oil. Your generator requires f- what? Engine oil. Praise God. One of the work of oil is to reduce friction. Is your life feel like friction? As in struggling? Eh? One of the, it's, just wait a bit. They, they are applying the oil. Somebody's not hearing me. Just wait a bit. They are applying what? Applying the oil. There was a time that was growing up that we want to open the door, it'd be difficult. My mother would tell me that put inside oil. Is there a door that is locked in your life? They're about to apply the oil. The oil is being applied tonight in this place. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't know. This, those are your two Say to them, the oil, the, those doors that were not open before, they will open to, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, because the oil is, is, is being applied. Uh, so try again. Try the key again. Tell somebody, try the key again. Uh, because he has oil on it right now. And it will open to you. If you believe, jump on your face and give the Lord a shout. Glory! I see the oil being applied. And everything that is a struggle or difficult has then given way. Your life becomes easy. God will move you forward. God will push you forward. Everyone under the sound of my voice, I see you prospering. I see you prospering your career. I see you prospering your business. I see you prospering your marriage. I see you prospering your parental skills. I see you prospering in your, prospering in your gifts. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
some of you, there will, the door, door will be open to you. You have tried before, it didn't open. God says it will open to you. So, see, there's somebody here, you think you, you have been looking for money to pay your, 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 your college fee. As in abroad, you want to school abroad. God said it's happening this month of April. I don't know who that is. He says it's happening. So it's a course. You want to go and do a course abroad. You don't know it's going to happen because it's going to happen. Open your, in this month of April, it's going to happen. There are doors that will open to you. Uh, when it happened, you didn't know it's God. Uh, I, I'm telling you, it's going to be God. Yeah, it's God. It's God. Uh, the door will be open. Somebody, somebody, they will call you, somebody will call you tomorrow. Okay. Uh, it's not somebody you know before. Somebody will recommend you. Uh, so, so it's not... It's not your uncle that promised you. This person, God, somebody will recommend you to them. Oh, okay? There's somebody here, you have done something with somebody before, and you messed up. God said, I will restore the relationship. Uh, uh, They've told you that they are taking the business somewhere else. God said, they will call you again. Uh, they will call you again. Uh, there's somebody here, God said that, go and start, go and, go and get that ski. Go and get that ski. Go and get that ski. That's what is stopping you. Be competent. Then God said, I will move it forward. I don't know who that person is. We copy that because we're moving forward. I don't know who that person is, yeah. But God said that this, this, this quarter that we are in is your quarter. You, you are, as, as Jessica is, being, is raising up, you will rise with him. Everything that has been a struggle, there will be the thing of the past. Your life will experience new things. If you believe you are meant to be louder than that. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on, jam your hands together for Jesus. Please, have your seat quickly. Let me say this. If you are here, you have not done your baptism before. You have not, done, you have not been baptized before. You have not been we know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center home of victorious people.